Let us pray. When day seeds power to night, when darkness outlasts the light, when blindness occludes the path which is right, O oh God, just take us, take us to your light. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning, dear saints. How sweet it is to gather together in this community. How good it is to stand before you this morning. Today we have readings that offer uh, two different approaches for how one might speak to an audience. In Philippians, we have the Apostle Paul, who in his letter to the church in Philippi takes a very gentle approach when talking with his people. Paul uses what some would call the sandwich method. Any teachers or HR people, you know what I'm talking about. The gist of the sandwich method is that if you have something bad to say about someone, you start with something good, slip in the critique, and then continue with something good. That's the method that Paul uses. That's the method I recommend when you talk to me out there. In Paul's opening salutation, he says to the people, I thank my God every time I remember you, and I have joy in every one of my prayers for you. In other words, Paul says to the people, y'all are good people. I like you, and I, I pray for you with great fondness and joy in my heart. And then he slips in the critique. He writes, I am confident that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion. Now, do you hear the critique? It's, it's very, very subtle. It's gentle. It's laced with a bit of hope, but there's a critique there. You see, after buttering up the people and letting them know they're all nice, Paul slips in and says, listen, yes, y'all are good people, but you've still got some work to do. You're not done. It hasn't been made complete. And then Paul, being the expert that he is in the sandwich method, he finishes the sandwich by doing some cheerleading. He says to the people, but you can do it. I'm sure of it. You just have to need, you just need a little more love a little more understanding, a little more insight, but with God's help, the work can be done. So here we have, on one hand, the gentle but prodding critique of Paul. And then on the other hand, we have John the Baptist in our gospel reading. And let's just say that John's approach is um, lacking in subtlety. You see, John doesn't bother with writing some nice little letter to his people. He ignores any proper salutations. And instead, John just stands on the banks of the River Jordan, and he gives it to the people straight. He is bold, direct, and clear. The message is simple. Listen, people. We have sinned, and we must repent. We have sinned and we must do better. We have sinned, so we must seek forgiveness. 
That is his message. Over and over he proclaims loud and clear, repent, be forgiven, make things right. Nothing subtle about that. So, dear friends, today you have two choices. You can pick your messenger. If you need a more tender Pauline approach, then I can go with that. And I say to you on this day, remember that you are indeed good people, made in the image of God and holy, but beloved, there is still work to do. We're not finished, and with God's help, we can do that work together. But for those of you who need clear directives, for those of you who just appreciate the bold audacity of John, I say this, repent. Repent. Forgive and accept forgiveness. Love and receive love. Repent and help turn this world around. Wake up. Get up, dear friends. There's work to do. There's real work to do. You see, dear saints, whether you pick John or Paul, the message that is posted on the path that marks the way of Christ, it reads the same. The sign reads, caution, work in progress. Work in progress. My friends, the, the truth is that we are all a work in progress. Each and every one of us, we all have work that we must do. We have interpersonal work to do, work with one another in terms of our relationships with each other. Because quite frankly, it takes a lifetime to figure out how to love our neighbor as much as God loves us. We are a work in progress. Each one of us, we have internal work to do, work inside of ourselves, because it takes work to learn to forgive oneself. It takes work to learn how to trust oneself, and it takes real work to recognize the beloved that lives deep inside each one of us. And my friends, this world is a work in progress. It is not yet complete. And friends, we are called to do this work in the world together in order to bring into fulfillment the prophecies of old. John the Baptist calls us. Paul calls us. Indeed, our God calls us to work towards building a better world, a world where the valleys of inequity are filled and the mountains of injustice are made low. We are called to work in making a world where uneven playing fields are made smooth and where we study war no more. Friends, we are called to work towards a world, to work towards a world in which all flesh, all people know the liberating and salvific power of God. That, dear ones, is the work that remains in progress. There's a song that I used to hear the children's choir in my little small church where I grew up in Calpin, South Carolina. 
the kids used to sing this song, and the words were really simple, yet I offer them to us today because I believe they're quite profound. The little children at my home church would sing, God's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. It took a week to make the moon and the stars, the sun and the earth, Jupiter and Mars. How loving and patient God must be, because God's still working on me. Your siblings in Christ, God's still working on me. God is still helping me figure out this whole being a follower of Jesus thing. God is still working on me, helping me figure out how to maintain hope in times that don't feel so hopeful. God's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. And each day that I spend time with you all, whether it is on pilgrimage or in a committee, in the hospital, or maybe it's simply when we meet the rail, I am clear that God is still working on you too. God is still working on you to make you what you ought to be. We are all a work in progress. And so my invitation this day, dear friends, is that we would be loving and patient with one another as we do this work in the same ways that God is so loving and patient with us. Amen.